mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Happy Friday to you, lovely as always to be here. The planned errors memorial in Parnell, no longer. Due to slips in that area, the panel talks to the man who initiated the National Erebus Memorial Project. That just after four. Health professionals say insurance companies are using genetic testing results to discriminate against people, we explain on the panel. And yesterday on the show, we discussed the issue of tramadol. People are being prescribed for it without being fully told about the possibility of addiction. And it led to a discussion on how you deal with pain. So we talked to an arthritis and uh, MS sufferer who somehow does without painkillers. And daytime legend Jerry Springer dies his shows with something else. Will you marry me? You know I've cheated on you. I know. That's the past. Yeah, but... That was six months ago. That's not the only time. Total genius or utter trash? And I have a Friday thought for you. Would you support a national lockdown day? You heard that right, a national lockdown day. Acknowledging all of us who struggled through those long lockdowns of the healthcare workers, a national lockdown day is what one New Zealand ethics lecturer is calling for. What about you? Yes or no? With me today, Julia Hartley-Moore, a licensed private investigator and author. Julia, welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm better now, Wallace. You've been in the wars? Well, I've had COVID. Oh, dear. Okay. I was, well, ho- how- I was hoping not to get it, but I got it. You've got it. And how, how are you? Well, no, I'm, I'm, re- I'm recovered. Well, recovering. Um, it, it, it wasn't like everyone was telling me just a cold. I never got just a cold. My husband got just a cold. I got more than just a cold. Wow. All right. It was glad. It was wonderful to have you here, Julia. Also, Martin Bosley, chef, fishmonger, commentator, counsellor. Kia ora, Martin. Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora, Julia. All right, Martin, Julia, in the hot seat this afternoon, Friday. Now, by the way, the electrified Rally 20, Alec uh, was on the show yesterday. He did something remarkable. He specced the old school Rally 20 to 21st century specifications. It is an e-bike now, and that image is on the panel site, rnz.co.nz forward slash the panel. You'll want to see it. It's very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it great, Martin, what people get up to? I, mean, I had a Rally 20. I heard yeah. that interview yesterday. I was just like, I was full of nostalgia at the time. But, yeah, it is great, isn't it? You remember, you remember that? You remember um, yeah, pedaling back, back and doing the skids there, I do, Martin? I do, yeah. There's the double, the double backward pedal, though, to change the gears and do the skids. And, <laughs> yeah, fond memories. Yeah, it did, it, did, it did bring a smile. It was funny. What about you, Julia? What was the, what was the bicycle of choice back in your day if you had a bike? I, I I did. I had a. I preferred the horse, but then I had a bike. Um, the, I, I don't even think my bike was in anything, but it was just a. We're talking a long time ago bike, so yeah. A but kick. I've got a bike now, and I can do I can do everything on my bike now. 
Yeah, lovely, isn't it, going for a bike ride? Okay, uh, New Zealanders living in Australia and the unequal playing field, uh, the change uh, with these new rules, the pathway to citizenship for Kiwis. Richard was one of many who got in touch. Panel, in 2011, I lived and worked in Australia for seven years and our child was born there until he was one. We decided to come home to New Zealand five years ago for support. We did feel second class, not being able to participate in voting and psychologically not having backup if circumstances got hard. But we consider moving back as our tourism businesses struggle here, business rather. We will have to wait for another four years after living there to receive any family support or benefits if needed or the chance to vote to feel second class again. Uh, The cost of applying for citizenship was a deterrent when living there. It feels we paid taxes and our and our paid and we paid our time as good citizens previously. So I know that Martin, you want to touch on this subject uh, mm. for your I've been thinking. Julia, have you spent any time in Australia at all? Yes, I lived in on the Gold Coast for a year. Oh, how do you find it? Yes. Um, well, I didn't really like the creatures. The, 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 <laughs> That's the a funny thing to call Australians. Pardon. The <laughs> funny name for an Australian a creature. <laughs> um, these these were not the two-legged kind. Um, these were the, the the things that lived under my lawn that made lots of noise, and then and then around my house, these other things would run around with big fans around their necks. And if I went in the pool, they'd clearly been in the pool before me. Um, so yeah, it was kind of those and the spiders. I mean, the the huntsman on the wall at night and the red. Tail things coming down from the. Oh no, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> oh God, oh, you God. see that that and the um and the meters of discussion, uh the, the the meters of print, radio, TV that we talked about Australia. No one mentioned the creepy crawlies, and I know that you know we've had the critter of the week earlier. But look, Australian critters, Julia Hartley Moore, a different level, right? Oh, a different level, totally. Oh. I mean. You know, you have to wear rubber gloves when you clear out your garage over there, and that that's kind of standard after you get to know you've got to do that just because of the things that can bite you. So, no, not for, no, not for me. No, totally agree. Anyway. Uh, war medals that have remained uncollected. This is very interesting. We discussed this, and by the way, you can actually uh, go online, I think the New Zealand Defence Force, uh, and uh, log on to uh, claim the medals that, I think there's 22,000 medals that haven't been claimed. Vicky says, my dad didn't collect his medals. My brother did after he died. He couldn't have cared less. What do they actually mean to someone who was trying hard to forget? He was wounded very badly, and he just wanted the whole experience over. Wallace, what's with people wearing their granddad's medals? My grandfathers and great uncles earned numerous medals, but I would never think of wearing them myself. The honour that those medals represent is surely not inheritable. Uh, oh, yes, quite a bit of response regarding uh, whether you support or not a national lockdown day. That's in remembrance of those uh, who struggled through it, perhaps, or those who had COVID, even those who uh, died, or acknowledging the workers, so keep those coming. But I want to bring up this, because Mark Sainsbury, in his I'd Been Thinking, discussed uh, the crisis he called of loneliness in this country. We had a res- quite a few responses. In fact, I want to come back to it next week. A listener in Tiro says, I am 77 years old and I'm, capital letters, totally alone. No family, one friend, an hour's drive away. I have been like this for 12 years. 
people know my situation but never talk with me, and I have had enough. So, look, we decided to phone, well, my wonderful producer, Ayana, decided to phone this uh, listener and to have a good conversation. And she was saying that, uh, I hate to say this, Ayana, but um, New Zealanders uh, are not good with loneliness. Um, they don't support you. Um, she would far rather be back in the UK in her community where people in the UK do support people with loneliness. But people in New Zealand just do not. Another one here, Ian says, my perspective of a mid-50s male who's lost everything over the past five years, plus moved countries, on top of the brutal loneliness I live with, I get frustrated with the someone's always listening Facebook Facebook posts. No, they aren't. People don't want or need to properly listen to my problems. It uses too much energy. I appreciate folks are trying to be supportive with these posts, but the reality is it just rubs mine and people like me. It rubs our noses in it, those who are lonely. So, bit of a sad old uh, tale there, Julia, but we've got to acknowledge the fact that loneliness in this country, whether we like it or not, is a problem. I think, look, I honestly, I think so. I mean, I've never suffered from it because I don't mind being on my own. Um, But I could imagine how terrible it must be. And I do believe people don't want to know your problems. Um, And to have no family at all, especially if you've come from another country. We, we, and especially I think in Auckland, we are very kind of, because we're so spread out, we're, People are isolated. There's a lot of isolation going on. And I guess all around the country there is. This Mm. is clear, there is. But it's like everyone talks about things and don't they don't do anything. I think people have you know, and I think but also what I do think is you've got to try yourself and do something as well. You know, um, put yourself out there as much as you can a little bit. You know, if you are Terribly lonely. All right, Julia. Mm. Uh, all right, let's jump in. It's getting time's getting on, isn't it? So let's jump into Friday's I've been thinking, and let's start with Martin Bosley. Thank you, Wallace. So I've been thinking um, that. So I returned from um, a six-day business trip to Sydney um, early last week, uh, which was followed by um, the Prime Minister's announcement of the you know what we just talked about the um, pathway to citizenship in Australia. And that was my first trip away since pre-COVID, um, being out of the country. And so I was filled with all the excitement that goes along with that, even though it was, it was business. Um, and I was just struck, Wallace, by it was like this massive culture shock of going just across the ditch. But the culture shock actually was greater when I came back to New Zealand. It was just um, how far behind we seem to be. Um, the rest of the world and what's going what's going on, and I was just I was really su- surprised by that. That it, there, there was a city that was just it was just full of energy. No one was talking about COVID, you know. The city, no, no one was no one was talking about doing a lockdown to remember it anyway. Um, you know, it was it was it was just moving ahead. And then, and I thought, oh, would you, you know, would you come back and live here? I'm mean, close to live there for, for a number of years. Oh yeah. And um, and then when the when the prime minister sort of came out and said, well, you know, that this is the pathway to citizenship. Now I thought, you'd be gone in five minutes. You know, it'll be it'll be a massive drain on this country. Um, young people will go the opportunity, and I know that people say, "Oh, well, they've got you know, they've got the, they've got capital gains tax and cost of living is a little bit higher and all those things." But overall, um, the opportunities that are there and the positive attitude of the of, of, of the of the place, um, 
you know, just it just was just a little bit overwhelming. Actually, I just thought, my God, what we've um, gosh, kind of what have we done here? It just uh, it just felt, in fact, it felt a little bit lonely. If uh, if, if if that could be a way of describing it. Yeah. What do you make of Martin's comments there, people? He was blown away mm. by what was happening across. Um, is it just the fact that, uh, let's just face it, Sydney, Melbourne, they've always been, whether you like it or not, incredibly vibrant cities. They mm. just have. I know Sydney, I know Melbourne. There's just something about them. Yeah, But, uh, you know, Wallace, coming yeah. back here, I've felt that. I have felt that coming back here from being, I mean, you know, my stomping ground is Europe. And... Um, you know, and I have so many times, I think I've even said it on this program, how I've come back here and I've just felt, what? Something's not right yeah. here. Yeah, it that's was, exactly it. Don't you feel, it was just a yeah. feeling that it was, it was feeling, dour. Yeah. It was like a dour Good kind grief. of Good grief. Yeah. What are we, down in the dumps no, about true, New Zealand, both true. of you. Yeah, no, Good. no I think, if, I mean, no, in terms of back. lifestyle, sorry, sorry, Julia, you carry on. No, no Julia? No, 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 Joe, it's your... No, no. Well, I want to. I want to put it out. Just stop, stop it right there. Okay. Uh, the, the, the down the dumps thing about Aotearoa. I just want to let's put it out to our listeners. That seems to be the theme. Our two panelists have just said it's better elsewhere. What do you think? Oh, come on. Two one zero one. All right. Okay. Julia Hartley Moore. I've been thinking. Oh no, I haven't been because I've been I've been having COVID and taking Paxlovid or that. I've been thinking about that. What's it doing to my body? But it probably yeah. saved me. It's, well, it's had probably saved you. I'm, I'm just really pleased that you're well, Julia, and you're able to sort of be on the panel because we missed you here. Um, why on earth would we celebrate National Lockdown yes. Day, uh, says someone. Yes, Wallace, to get together we save thousands of lives, and we choose to ignore this. It's been politicised and tossed away like a cold. Uh, yes, we need to celebrate. So lost the response uh, on that. You are with Martin Bosley and Julia Hartley-Moore, Power Better Friday. It's a pleasure to have you company this afternoon on Friday.